If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Photo Business Help podcast. Today, we are doing another workshop chat, which if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, go on back. There's there's three or four or five um, workshop chats where we just, where I just uh, have someone on the show as a guest who wants to chat about something photo related and sort of workshop it in the hopes of, you know, getting something out of our chat and maybe helping other folks out who are dealing with the same thing. So today I have Laura Carroll of Laura Carroll Photography, and we've known each other a little while. And uh, she's also part of the Facebook group, which uh, if you'd like to join our Facebook community, you can head to jennings.photo forward slash community. There's just a couple questions that you have to answer um, to get into the group to make sure you're a real person. And um, yeah, join us. There's there's a lot of a lot of folks in there at different levels of their photography journey, beginners, people that have been in it a long time, and uh, it's a it's a fun space to hang out. So without further ado, I will uh, let Laura introduce herself and maybe just say a little bit about what your background is and what you're up to. Hi, yeah, um, Laura Carroll, and I am a portrait photographer in the Twin Cities, and I shoot exclusively portraits, children, families. I don't do weddings. I don't do newborns. Um, and I've been doing it for five years and love it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Is it a full-time gig for you? No, nope. Part-time on the side kind of thing. Cool. Well, and I know, so you mentioned you wanted to chat a little bit about workflow today, mm-hmm. but I, I want to just ask you something, uh, that popped into my head as you said that, um, how, how does it serve you and help you to niche down and not, offer everything to everyone you just said that you just do families yeah yeah I I I tried weddings Um, I did a couple initially and I've done a couple newborn things and I just felt like it wasn't for me Um, I'm somebody that's very 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 a type and needs a lot of control and I feel felt like with weddings and the newborns that I didn't have that full control over where it was located the time of day um, the weather all of those things what you know what the newborns are very unpredictable so are kids but in a different way um and I just felt like it was too just too much stress for me and I just want to focus on doing one type of of thing that's awesome I'm actually and it's not it's not what we initially talked about but I'm super glad that you brought that up because I think there's two pieces to that and and one is I actually mentioned it in a show not too long ago about, you know, if you're the sort of person that really wants to have things sort of predictable and scheduled out that, um, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling super stressed out about weddings, it, it's okay if it's not maybe your thing that, and that's, that's an okay, an okay thing. Yeah. I'm glad I discovered that like after doing two, just doing two. And I was like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't, we don't all have the same personality and we don't all, uh, necessarily fit the mold of what we see out there on Facebook. So 
Thank you for bringing that up. Have you found any, does it serve you at all? Like, and in, in just when you sit down and market yourself to just be so niche? I feel like it does. Um, but I'm also somebody that has a hard time saying no. And so, um, I, I feel like <laughs> I'm able, I, I, it's easier for me to say no when I have never done, you know, I don't, I don't do it sometimes or I don't do it as a favor um, or for a, a client that I've done portraits for that kind of thing. And I feel like I can really focus on my style and, uh, spend more time editing the smaller family sessions that I, that I like to work on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that your style will develop sharper and clearer if you're just doing that, that one thing. I think it's interesting, the idea of saying no as well. And people ask me a lot cause I've, I've shot a lot of different things and I still do shoot families and newborns and I have, I do weddings and branding, but, um, my umbrella, my brand, my sort of thing that all of that fits under is, is a storytelling approach. So not a portrait sort of like posed approach, but if you can, if you can, number one, find a way to, to have your, have a way to niche even a lot of different categories. Like for me, it's storytelling. If someone wants a really fancy posed portrait, I, that's not my vibe. So, um, that's something to, to definitely consider when you're, when you're, um, trying to figure out what to do. But I, I really think that, um, saying no is something that I've learned to get better at. It's also something that's really, really difficult for people. A uh, little random short anecdote. I, I was approached, uh, to do a fashion shoot, um, for, through Family Circle magazine, which is going out of business, but they they distribute a lot of stuff to like glamour and and stuff. And this was specifically for glamour, and it was to do like a, have a couple of models like in an urban setting, um, and then it would be on that the fashion page where they like cut out the people and show like that this scarf and this purse is like a thing. And and it was really and it was decent pay. And I, it's a very different approach to structuring the contract. It's a different pay approach. It's a, I, I had to be in charge of way more things than including payment of the talent because they initially like just all, everything was different, but I had to like really dig deep and like feel into the fact that I was like, this isn't really in alignment with what I, number one, I, I, I'm not a huge supporter of the fashion industry because of the environment. And number two, like, why am I saying, why would I say yes to this? It's not, because of so I could put glamour on my website because that's not the work doesn't represent something I'm necessarily even proud of so I think if you're listening to this and you're kind of like uh I should, but I don't I feel uncomfortable doing weddings well just say no you'll you the work that you are aligned with personally that feels good to do will flow to you when you put your energy there and uh, so I said no to the gig and I offered it to someone in the group who has a has a strong fashion background. But thank you for bringing that up. That's not even what we were going to talk about today. But we can have a double conversation. We can yeah, talk about more I than know, one thing. Exactly. Um, it's a good topic. It's a great topic. And it's something that we all yeah. struggle with. So thanks for that. Um, so workflow. Mm. So you mentioned, we both mentioned that Lightroom is kind of a pain in the butt. And uh, yeah. for me personally, the latest Catalina update for Mac with the latest creative cloud update for Lightroom, um, spelled minor disaster. So I actually have been troubleshooting 
what's been going on with that and uh, using my older version of Lightroom um, to get through this fall pile of crap that we all have to get through. So, um, so tell me a little bit about what your sort of, you know, vendetta against Lightroom is right now. Well, so, uh, you know, as many of us do right now, we have piles and piles of editing and I, Unfortunately, have used one catalog um, for five years, <laughs> and despite my husband continuously telling me, "Just create a new catalog, just create a new catalog," I'm like, "I can't. Um, I need to. I, I don't know. I just I like things the way they were." But I inevitably or eventually created a new catalog um, just to help with the memory issues, and it helped a lot. Okay. Um, but I, I find myself having to close that catalog to get back to my old catalog. Mm-hmm. And it, it just creates more work than I want to be able to do. What are the um, reasons that you're jumping back to your old catalog? Um, if I want to, like, grab a photo to post on Instagram, that's basically it. Or if I'm, like, doing some sort of marketing thing or some sort of collage for my Facebook time, you know, timeline sure. thing, that sort of stuff. Um, do you... So the catalog file, the LCAP file, is what's storing Mm -hmm. all of the data attached Mm -hmm. to the photo that you're editing, right? So Mm -hmm. every little thing you do, exposure, adjustment, whatever, that's that's the purpose of of that, basically. But do you Mm -hmm. have a place where you've exported a high-res version of all these files that you've delivered to your clients? Yes. Um, And is there a reason that you wouldn't pull from there to, like, do your marketing and, and stuff like that? Well, so the... The the thing is, is I have my style, my editing style has changed and continues to like evolve. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so there are photos that I took maybe three or four years ago that I need to, I want to repost because I love them, but they, they need work um, to, to reflect my current style. Um, so that's why I'm holding on to all of this stuff. Um, Got it. I, no, that makes yeah. sense. That totally makes sense. Um, so... Okay. Well, let me, let me first address the catalog thing. I too am a fan of working. I often will work from one catalog for a very long time, not, not Mm -hmm. five years, but, (laughs) but I, I would say I've gone over a year, like Mm -hmm. with, uh, with the exception of a couple big weddings. I mean, I, I dig into a style that I like and I just, um, and I go for it. That being said, I've read a lot of research on this topic because of what I do with photo education and the speed and memory sort of um, draw that the computer uses specifically to save the, to store the LCAT info is actually negligible. Like it's not that much when it's just um, let's just say like a year's worth of files, especially if you're doing it. Um, It kind of depends on how your computers, if your computer, if you're pulling from raw, that is like, on an external hard drive. There's a lot of different ways to do this and and we don't have time to dig into it today. So there might be other things that are contributing to that slowness. Right. Um, Yeah. And I would just recommend just kind of doing a couple Google searches because there, there's some really good info on this, the speed piece. But I think in terms of like um, when I go back personally and pull, um, pull stuff that, that I want to re-edit, um, the catalog at that point doesn't really matter to me because I'm going to change the edit so much anyway. 
So mm-hmm. you may just want to pull the actual raw file into your new catalog and just edit a new Something version. Something never thought of. You know, <laughs> edit a new never version thought of like that. that and see. Or, yeah. or, or go through your old catalog and yeah. export, you know, export a bunch of stuff um, and put it in a folder to re-edit later. You know, you could do a couple different things there that might help. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, five years, you may just want, I mean, if you're, tr- if you're starting out with the new catalog, yeah. if you're working with editors, if you're doing lots of, I mean, a lot of people have to work in specific catalogs for everything. And, and a lot of people prefer to, they prefer to be able to, to pull up um, a certain style or whatever. But if, for me, my style is so consistent that it doesn't really matter to me to change it up too often. Although I, j- I just recently did, as I said, with the upgrade. So is there anything else that you're kind of working on or struggling with? Um, as far as Lightroom goes? Yeah, or workflow or anything that was on your, on your mind. Yeah, you know, one thing that I've thought about, um, just seeing my old catalog and how big it is, as far as, you know, trying to figure out at what point do I get rid of raw files? Mm. Um, you know, I have so, so many and I have them all backed up, um, on a RAID or Mm -hmm. a secondary device. And then they're all also backed up into the cloud. Um, But I, I feel like at some point I, I should maybe let some of them go. Sure. I don't know. Well, Explain to me from, from the second you take your card out of your camera, what's your, what's your process? I put them on a folder in a folder and then I, all the raw files go into a folder for that client for that year on my computer. And then I import them into Lightroom from the folder. Um, and then I call before I create a collection so that I can permanently delete those raw files that I don't want. Um, but I'm still left with so much data, you know. It is a lot of data. I have a yeah. very big box of hard drives. Um, and I started using a mirrored RAID for a little while, and that's mm-hmm. that's helpful for those of you that aren't mm-hmm. familiar. It's just a uh, it's a mirrored hard drive. It's one unit, but it has two different identical drives within within the unit. So if something failed, you you have like kind of a double backup. But um, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of that's a whole other conversation too. I know. Um, <laughs> so I also import. I, I import in a photo mechanic and then I call in photo mechanic and I pull, oh. I pull all of it. Same as calling in Lightroom. I used to call in Lightroom. Um, I pull all of my selects into a, a select folder, much like it sounds like you're doing. And after the client has sent me an email, I, in my client email, I say, please let me know about any changes or requests. You know, sometimes it's like, do you have another picture of grandma or whatever right. within 30 days? And then after that, that mark, I, uh, dump the original raw folder, but yeah, for a wedding that's 600 images, I still have those 600 raw select images as well. So every folder on my hard drive has two folders. One is the exported high res edited print mm-hmm. files, and the other is the raw select file folder. And sometimes I'm even sad that I dumped all the other raw because I'm like, oh, there's probably stuff in there I like now that I didn't like then. but I mean you kind of have to draw the line somewhere but I think part of part of what we're what we do nowadays is is sort of like takes up a lot of room and I work on minimum one terabyte external hard drives so I think Mm -hmm. I think it's just a matter of like 
either you just uh, it's just like lots of silence here but I mean I think I think I've just accepted that I'm just going to keep it's like keeping your negatives you know I want to keep those raw right. I really do want to keep those raw files and it is your your work for me it's my career's work so far and and I have uh for those wondering I have gone back six seven eight nine years and and pulled stuff and edited it and edited it completely differently so right and so have I and I love doing that me too and you yeah. know so what I would say is is just invest you know in the larger hard drives you know if you're dumping some of that raw which some people I know don't um you're already saving massive amounts of space so yeah you know for the average family shoot you're only looking at you know 10 gigs or something once it's called out maybe a little more yeah. so yep you know, on a terabyte drive, that's still a lot of space. So I, I, I think that's, I just stick with what you're doing. It sounds like it's working just fine for you, you know, and, uh, experimenting with yeah. the other catalog after five years might be, might yeah. be helpful, but <laughs> Hey, again, I'm not a, I'm not like a multi-catalog, you know, person either. It's not something I've always done. So, yeah. No, I, I think initially it's just difficult to, to, to work with. I have this, all my old stuff is over here. And it's not in front of me anymore. Um, I'll get used to it, I think. And I think moving forward, I'll do one catalog per year um, and see how that goes. Cool. That's awesome. Some, yeah. Another thing you could do, too, and I, I touched on this, but, you know, go through if you have an intentional strategy for what you're going to post for the next month, let's say, you know, go through and mm -hmm. choose all those photos, edit all those photos and then throw them, you know, in a folder or something so you're not feeling... Like you have to pull up that old right. catalog all the time, you know, you yeah. pull it up once a month or something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I get I get what you're going through because that's a that's a big switch. But yeah, you may not even need to reference that catalog if you're editing totally differently anyway. So right. maybe just pull yeah. in, pull everything into a new catalog. Yeah, I know. That's I, I didn't even think about doing that. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Hopefully this, <laughs> yeah. hopefully this helps someone else listening as well. Yeah. Um, again, uh, I'll just wrap up by saying if you're listening and you're like, what? Um, don't feel bad. It's there's, there's a million ways to do one thing in both Photoshop and Lightroom and, and everyone has a little bit of a different process. So, um, don't, don't worry if you're feeling a little bit lost, but thank you, uh, Laura, for being on the show and absolutely. Uh, can you let people know, uh, where to find you? Um, Instagram, Laura Carroll photo. Can you, is it at Laura Carroll photo? Is it two L's? Yeah. Two R's, two Got L's. It. Yep. Laura Carroll photo and, uh, my website, laurakellphotography.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. And again, if you're listening and you're wondering where all these connections are made, you can join us in the Facebook group. It's jennings.photo forward slash community. Or if you're just on Facebook, you can search photo business help with Natalie Jennings and join us. It's a growing community of like-minded photographers at all different points in the journey. So hope to see you there and I'll be back every Tuesday and Thursday with another episode. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much.